Hello and welcome to Dubai Fashion News, the podcast where you can get to know everything about the fashion industry. Here we will interview fashion designers, influencers, models, photographers, shop owners, you name it. And what for? To learn their insights, their stories and the lessons they learn along the way. I'm your host, Araceli Gallego. Today we have with us Fuad Chufani, an entrepreneur specialist in everything visuals. He started with photography and now is doing video and also drone recording. Fuad is going to tell us how the photo and video teams need to work to produce excellent work for designers and brands, because the visuals are key today if you want to promote your brand. So no matter if you're big or small, make sure you have a good photographer or videographer by your side. Stay put, don't go anywhere, the interview starts right now. Hi Fuad. Hello. How are you? I'm great, thank you. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of questions for you today. We want to know, you've been working in, in photography and in video production for many years. You're very experienced. And we want to ask yeah. you a lot of things because when it comes to fashion, which is a little bit what the podcast is about, well, a little bit, quite a lot. <laughs> we want to know everything from your side, how actually uh, it can, your, your information as a professional in this, sec, in this section can help designers and brands to actually know what they're needing and know what they're looking for. So sure. I have quite a lot of questions because, for example, it, it caught my attention that you started with photography and now you are shifting almost only to video production. Why is that change? Yeah, uh, we've been working in uh, both photography and uh, video production since uh, 17 years. Oh, wow. And uh, I used to do personally the professional photo shoots mm -hmm. uh, and direct the movies. Uh, lately, I stopped doing the photo shoots because uh, now I'm uh, giving more time for the video production and... Uh, uh, actually, I find it more more challenging to do videos than to do photos. Mm -hmm. Although pho photography is my passion and my main hobby, as I started when I was young, but um, in in that way, I managed to uh, get out a little bit from the competition of uh, of all the photographers uh, newly introduced to the market. Mm -hmm. And um, the challenge now is more difficult to produce yeah. videos and have experience in uh, in many many things and uh, acquiring uh, more expensive equipment and having uh, knowledge in audio editing, coloring, and all these uh, things that re that are required to produce a nice video. So true. mainly that was interesting for me, and I I made the shift. Oh, that's interesting. I think that we tend to video more, even us in Dubai Fashion News, we're starting a YouTube channel. And uh, I think yeah. everything tends to be also more visual now, even more than before. So now, yeah, we have photography, but now even more. Now it's like a next step would be kind of like video or mm -hmm. even streaming. I don't know. It's just like, they, they, I think like it's a, the industry is evolving a little bit. Don't you have the feeling? 
like don't you don't you feel like the the clients are also requesting more videos that they want not only the pictures maybe they ask you for a shooting but they also want the videos of the behind the scenes or or they want uh, okay. short videos maybe for social media or they want i don't know like more videos yeah, yeah. are around if you see like the feeds of instagram it's also full of videos not only pictures anymore it's kind of like mm -hmm. also there is a client shift Yes, it's true. Um, since on social media now, when you open Facebook or any other uh, similar social media, you can see more videos than uh, photos and uh, mainly short videos. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why the clients are more interested of making uh, animated scenes for their products, uh, for their uh, companies. And uh, this is where uh, we have the expertise now to to promote what they need in a short video that will deliver the message uh, instantly. Mm -hmm. um, actually, we we are still doing a bit of photography, but only when we're doing movies. You know, uh. While we're doing movies, we can make few few photography shots. Uh, that are uh, directly directly related to the movies. Right, right. But uh, yes, video now is taking over. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. You have many clients, not only in fashion and beauty. You also have Volvo, Coca-Cola, Cirque du Soleil. Wow. Does it require <laughs> a special sensibility or I don't know, you ne sais <laughs> to do fashion and beauty production? Do you think it requires a special aesthetics maybe or something? Of course, it needs um, expertise in, uh, in each kind of uh, movie production. Let me say the brands like the Cars brand, we also have uh, recently McLaren and Ferrari. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it, it took it took a lot of uh, work and um, uh, research, and we tried a lot with with many brands before mm -hmm. to to build this experience in uh, doing movies that will attract the car fans. And the uh, same thing goes to the shows uh, like Cirque du Soleil, and we recently got uh, Slava. It's a famous Russian show. Mm. Uh, Every every kind of movie um, will will take some special skills and will take some a bit of energy from from me from myself as a director mm -hmm. to produce uh, and put put really some feelings in every film that I make. Mm. And when it comes to fashion, well, I've been working in fashion since almost <laughs> twelve to thirteen years. Wow! And. Uh, when I sit with the designers and I, I understand uh, what they really need from the movies and they give me their experience from uh, from the work that they did in Europe and then everywhere else. So I acquire this information and I build upon it to really make my experience grow in this field and uh, deliver the movies that the, that the new designers want. They will uh, watch the movie and they will feel that I really yeah. know you what they want to show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The message, right? I, I, exactly. I want to focus a little bit more in the fashion and beauty. Let me ask you about uh, fashion. For example, you cover events and fashion weeks, catwalks. You and me, actually, we met at Arab Fashion Week. 
um, yeah. Fuad was actually managing a drone to record the catwalk from the air in Arafashan inside a hotel dome. For me, it was yeah. the first time to see a drone in the catwalk. And, and I was so impressed because the space was so small and so restricted and you had the, the, the ceiling and everything. I was like, my God, <laughs> it's amazing mm. what he's doing. Do you need, I don't know, some sort of like a driving license or a permit or certificates to actually be able to control a drone? And or do you need also a, a certificate from the place where you're going to be uh, actually yeah. managing it? Uh, of course. And it all depends on uh, where are you filming with uh -huh. this drone. Um, in which country you're doing it. In, uh, in some countries, you can't even get a drone. You don't it's need illegal. kind of like, oh, you cannot, you mean like in some places you cannot. Yes, they all. don't sell drones and you cannot get it uh, into the airport. Oh, but wow. in other countries, uh, it's it's more easy. Uh, you need to get, when you're filming uh, outdoor, in an outdoor location, you need to get permits from the, sometimes from the army, sometimes uh, from the municipality. Mm -hmm. But there is, there is a permit that you need to get uh, to be able to fly um, to fly over cities, let's say, or over buildings. Mm -hmm. When you're flying indoors, uh, you'll have to get permits from the venue itself, like the hotel or where are we flying it. However, in many countries also it's illegal to fly it indoors or over, over uh, people oh. for safety reason. Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, according to what I, what I did in Arab Fashion Week, mm -hmm. it was allowed to, to fly in the hotel and we got the, the permits from the hotel itself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I flew the drone because, because I have a lot of experience flying these machines. Mm -hmm. I, I used to fly before they invented the drone, the helicopters and all wow. these kinds of... <laughs> yeah, not not a real helicopter. <laughs> oh, do you mean uh, the little helicopter. ones? Ah, okay. I was yes. like, wow. I mean, it's also a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but these helicopters are are really more difficult than the drone. The drones are are easy to fly, but uh, difficult to film with. Oh, why? Because why you need special to fly it. It's easy because it's made to be user friendly. But to film with it, you need to make those special movements. Uh -huh. where uh, you're not looking anymore at the drone itself, you're looking at what you're filming. Oh. And you need to have the skills to, to make smooth shots and uh, to follow and uh, cent focus and center on the model, let's say, on the catwalk, in a special pace where she will not get out of the frame. Right. And, and at the same time, there are structures and lights and people, and you yeah. need to be aware of, of, of your drone in the air not to hit anything so it is challenging yeah wow yeah it requires like uh, attention to so many things at the same time so it, yes wow. first first few times i flew i was trembling <laughs> <laughs> and then i i got you to it and you need to kind of like have a special like a flying license or something of the sort like okay you pass now you can drive drones or or is it uh, in certain countries yes Okay. And do you know here in the no. Middle East if we need any of that? No, you don't need. Okay. I'm pretty sure in Europe we have so many restrictions for everything. For sure we need everything. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs>
Um, besides the drone, uh, what other innovations do you think we will be seeing soon in events and in fashion shows? Do you think something else is coming? Because already the drones, to me, really was impressed. But also because you were so skillful doing it that I was really impressed also about how the drone was moving so, so nicely and coming back. And as you said, there were so many yeah. obstacles and, and you still were like, like nothing. <laughs> but do you think there's something else coming after? Well, there is something else that uh, recently we've been using. It's not, it's not really new because uh, it's been used in football games. It's called spider cam. Spider cam. What's and, that? Yeah, the spider cam is a cam that is, uh, that is attached to wires in the ceiling, but not a straight line wire. Uh -huh. It's like a square setup of wires with the wire in the middle that can go in all in every direction mm -hmm. and it can uh, go up up and down also so uh, that setup is usually used um, in a studio setup where let's say we're filming a tv show and you cannot have a drone flying because of the noise of the drone yeah uh, the spider cam will do the work because it's quiet it can move two people uh, need need to control it Uh, one will control the camera and one control the movement of the spider cam. Oh, nice. And we have also the robot cam. The robot cam, it, it is, how it's said, a robot holding a cam. <laughs> one person will control the robot with, which has four wheels and can go in any direction on, the, on a straight floor. Uh -huh. And another person will control the camera angles and focus and zoom. Oh, wow. So, yeah, these are like two um, new technologies used in filming, along with virtual reality, along with many other What do you need to do virtual reality? Because I, 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 I kind of like dream like one day we're going to be able to feel we are in, in Paris being in Dubai, for example. We just put the glasses on and you know, these virtual reality glasses, and we are like, phew, transformed. Suddenly we are in the Grand Palais right there while it's happening, you know, like virtual reality yeah, streaming. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you don't have to dream anymore because it, it's available now What? for people to use. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, it's not how you imagine, but it is now when you're using the virtual reality goggles, um, many brands are using it to, to promote their products And you can find it also on the PS4, PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There are many games with virtual reality games that you really find yourself inside the game. It all, uh, it's all possible because of the newly high-definition uh, 360 cams, mm -hmm. where they can film everything at the same time around you, sound and uh, video. And then they are integrated with uh, softwares into the virtual reality goggles. So, oh. yeah, 360 filming is now also kicking in. Oh, you do also that? Um, it's very costly to do the really professional work of uh, virtual reality and 360. I can't imagine um, because it's, it's like yeah. so real. And as you said, you feel like you're touching them. The small, the small 360 cameras still cost around sixty thousand dollars to get, and wow. you still need like a lot of a lot more of extra equipment. Wow! So we're now renting when we need to do something like that. We're renting the equipments 
but I guess uh, soon, maybe next year or the year after, that technology will be more affordable. Yeah, exactly. There is like a cure always. Initially, it's very high, mm. very very costly, and then later it gets a little bit more affordable. And uh, for example, to because what we're talking is like the top, 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 super uh, pricey and more difficult to to actually e even to manage because you need in order to do it properly, you need to have a lot of skills. What would be the basic equipment that you think we would need to be able to produce video and media for a catwalk, for example? The basic, basic. Like, okay, with this you're good to go, but don't expect too much out of it. Yeah. <laughs> there is always the option of uh, installing a, a track cam. Mm -hmm. It's a track that holds a cam and it, it can be controlled wirelessly also. Mm -hmm. uh, this camera can be installed near the catwalk and uh, somebody can control it to to uh, to move at the same speed with the model mm -hmm. you know or you can use uh, it's like the spider cam but it's it's a AB cam called mm -hmm. it has one wire that's attached uh, on the lighting uh, trace mm -hmm. and it can also move at the same speed of the model but with the top view of the people and the model walking it depends on which lens you're installing if you have a wide angle you have like a shot of everybody with the ambient uh, look mm -hmm. and if you have a close-up you can have the details of the model from top view with the dress and everything so yeah these are two two ways to to have more beautiful shots than the cameras on the tripods Otherwise, the handheld cameras would be kind of like the super basic ones, right? The ones with the tripod, you, just, you wait for them to come. And we, bear, we rarely use handheld cameras unless it's an insert camera where you need to just put close-up close shots of the dresses or uh, expressions of the model. Mm -hmm. But all the other cameras are set up on tripods. Wow, uh, you, you must need super skilled people to be able to manage all of this. <laughs> How yeah, thank you. how difficult was when you started? You said 17 years ago when you started to do all this investment, not only on the equipment but also on the people. When you when you were starting your company, how how did how was it actually? Well, we didn't start that big. Mm -hmm. uh, I started. Um, my father used to work in uh, filming weddings. Oh. And yeah, I got excited to to start uh, this business. Uh, my first camera, it was, I borrowed my dad's camera. And <laughs> I had, yeah, at that time, the technology was re really, really old, you know. <laughs> um, I started filming, doing uh, small films for uh, companies around me. And then I, I found myself uh, skilled in doing these uh, kind of movies. Went to university, did my major, started to do more serious jobs, uh, started to build a team of beginners and teach them what I know so they will cater for the clients the way I do. And then uh, the profit that I used to make, I used to invest it in equipment. Oh. And over the years, I had uh, better clients, bigger teams, more equipment, and I'm still going till the present day wow well that's really good so you everything you were actually getting you were reinvesting in your own company that's great 
Yeah, yeah. I was reinvesting until until I until I got married and I started investing <laughs> here and there. <laughs> then you started But investing main... in elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let me ask you one thing. For example, if a collective of designers or a fashion week uh, needs your services, how many options can your company Inspiration Group offer? We usually uh, we usually present uh, quotations for every project separately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you the have services we have standing. are uh, yeah the services are mainly movie services, mm -hmm. but depends on how big is the event, how long is it, uh, how many cameras it requires. So each each project we uh, we deal with it in a different way, and we send a different uh, a different quotation for every case. Depending on what they're needing. Yeah. Yeah, and how long in advance do they need to engage you, or at least know if you're going to be available? Well, there is no time limit. Sometimes, if they if somebody like book me before a week, mm -hmm. and I'm available, I will take the job. Mm -hmm. But if I ha if I have to travel, of course it's gonna it's gonna be they're gonna book me way before, so I will prepare my documents, the team, the uh, everything related to the job and to be ready. And I want to ask you this because I I, I honestly I, this is a question I have for years already. Sometimes you go to the fashion weeks and 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 you see like the mood of the collection maybe is very dark. So the lighting mm. is really kind of like dim or the venue, the lighting of the venue is terrible and you don't get really to have good pictures. How do you do in those cases? Can you advise the organizers before or you just have to work with whatever they provide? Because I think some of them would need really advice like, okay, you're doing a great collection, but if you're not showing, it's not going to show in the pictures, not going to show in the videos. Yeah. Please, designers around the world, <laughs> think about the <laughs> photography and the videography when you are doing the setup for the runway because it's terrible. Sometimes it's to get really like very difficult pictures. To, of course, to use. Uh, whenever whenever I'm covering uh, a fashion show or a fashion week, uh, I have to check the lighting while they are installing, even before they are installing the light. I coordinate with the guys at the venue, mm. whoever is in charge, and I ask them like about the design or the shape of the catwalk and what they are planning to do with the lighting. And I can not just give them my advice, I can ask for what I want. Oh, how many hey. lights I want, uh, the shape of the lights, uh, how high they are, the angle and everything. And just before the fashion show, one day before the fashion show, I come personally and I check everything. And if they need any adjustment, we do the adjustment, we do the rehearsal, we film the rehearsal a bit. I check the lights on the models, how, how it is. And once I'm satisfied, we can go home and wake up <laughs> the second day for the real thing. I think I think many other, maybe not at a fashion week, which is where we met, but other other uh i think other cut books are not getting this done and it shows so much you can't imagine it shows yeah because it can affect my work directly it does no matter and, how much we are professionals and not, and not only your work if you think like the designers are also paying to be there and be able to showcase and they have poor yeah. lighting so they're not going to be able to use those images easily at least they're going to need a lot of retouching and a lot of stuff to actually be able to use them so 
and videos you cannot retouch, right? I think I have a question on that too. <laughs> it can be done, but um, it takes a lot of work and time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to ask you now about the other part, because what you do is super creative and it's mostly videos, but at the same time it's creative and technical. When you're working with brands, do they normally know what they want? And they tell you, this is what I want. And they give you like a strict guidelines, like A, B, C, or they leave to you the creativity. <laughs> uh, there are two kinds of uh, clients that I have. I have the clients coming through the agencies mm -hmm. and I have the clients working with me directly. Mm -hmm. So the clients coming through the agencies, usually they have their guidelines, their storyboards. They know what they want. I just come, uh, I take the brief, I prepare it, and then we shoot it. Okay. But there are the clients that are working with me directly that they requires, they give me their ideas, and then they require my help in completing everything mm -hmm. from storyboard to locations, cast, uh, design, animation, sound, everything. Mm -hmm. So I try to cater for both kind of clients by providing the full service for the direct client and by uh, abiding the guidelines of yeah. the agencies when working with the agency clients. Wow. And what do you need to know in advance, for example, to be able to work out uh, a good campaign with, with the brands? Like, what kind of things do you need to know in advance? Like the storyline you were saying that is important to know, the messages of the brand... But other things you, you need to know, actually. So the designers yes, out there, if they're thinking of doing a video, they know, okay, I need to have this ready. Otherwise, I'd, I need to prepare this before I actually go to a, 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 a videographer and, and propose. We're talking about uh, promotional videos, yeah? Yeah, yeah, like a TV, short TV commercials or advertisement, yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I need to know more about the designer, about the history, what they uh, what they did before, uh, about the style that uh, the style and the mood that they already have. If if it needs upgrading or no, they need to continue in the same way. So I do a bit of research about the client and I meet with the client to know more about their brand, their designs, and everything. Mm -hmm. And then we brainstorm the idea of. Uh, what's their vision of the how how the movie is going to look to show their their collection or or uh, the designs that they have and from there we can uh, we can start coordinating on creating uh, a storyline and uh, after we create the storyline i prepare a shot list mm -hmm. and after the shot list uh, i i give the quotation we book the team and uh, we check whatever we need uh, the models, the art direction, the, the makeup and hair, yeah, the location. What is a shot list? What is a, what is exactly that? Shot list. It's uh, it's an explanation of what we're gonna shoot step by step. Oh, okay. At what time? What we're gonna do? Uh, like as I, I would give as much details as as, uh, as I can for the client to to know like to to feel safe like the movie is going to be that way mm -hmm. and for myself to to organize my day mm -hmm. uh, how i'm gonna work and how much time would i need so we will we will use the whole day in a, in a smart way without losing any time right how long can it take to record uh, an edit from a to c a tv commercial of 
like a minute or so? If it's a minute, it will take two days. Two days for a minute. Wow. One day recording, yeah, one day editing or? It depends on how many locations. No, two days of shooting. Oh, two days recording. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, because usually uh, each scene, if we're talking about scenes that are shot in the same location or nearby locations, it's going to take from 30 to 45 minutes to set up uh, cameras, rigs, lights, to mm. prepare the models or the actors. Uh, everything everything will take time. So when you're doing a commercial, let's say a minute of days. 60 seconds, you need at least 30 shots. Right. And 30 shots needs at least 15 hours and 15 hours yeah. means two days of work two days. and editing does yeah. it take very long too the actual editing will will take around one day mm -hmm. but then after the editing you need the audio mixing that will take another day and you need the color correction that will take another day oh wow and you need to send the draft to the client and then they will have the modifications and okay. you will wait some time yes to come back to it and fix it or maybe they will acquire a shorter version uh yeah it, it all takes time wow it's quite a lot of uh, actually work behind eh? you see it on tv now everybody needs to appreciate when they see that commercial on tv of course and that there's is a lot, a lot of, lot of time work also. wow yeah. Well, 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 and how, this is roughly because I know it will depend on so many things, but how much can it cost the production of, of, a, of a TV commercial of the minute, the one that we were talking about before, kind of like a minute? How more, more or less, roughly, okay, this is the minimum that you're going to spend, guys, so <laughs> this is what it costs. Yeah, so usually the minimum that the, that the minute can cost is around, let's say, $15,000. Mm-hmm. And it can go up to unlimited budgets. Yeah. There are there are ads on the TV that cost maybe 150, 200. Depends. Let's say if you get a famous actress that that uh, that cost let's say 100,000 mm dollars. -mm. So it, the budget starts from 100 and whatever cost of mm -hmm. the production. True. True. Or true. the locations, or if you have a 3D animation inside it. You have some effects. You have uh, how many actors are working. You cannot uh, put a price on a production. It's like asking, like, how depending, much would a car cost? Yeah, depending on what you the, want. The yeah, <laughs> you can buy the Volvo or the Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, you do also TV programs, right? Um, I, I used to do co-production. Co-production, okay. Yes, I was a segment director and... Uh, recently, I'm not working anymore with uh, with TV programs. It's been two years, okay. but we we have the we have the know-how and um, we can come back to this market anytime. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. This is a question for you. For you, <laughs> what kind of ad or video would you love to produce? Like your dream work. What would it be? Uh, like now, actually, you, you can you can ask the three <laughs> wise men, and they're gonna bring to you your dream work. Which yeah. one would it be? <laughs> actually, I'm I'm living my dream work right now. Oh wow! Uh, by producing uh, documentaries for uh, NGOs, oh. I'm working with uh, 
three of the biggest NGOs in the world, uh, the international ones. And I'm doing documentaries about uh, humanitarian uh, subjects, mm -hmm. like children, women, uh, elders. And this is so nice. I, 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 I get to live the experience of everybody I'm working with. And I, I get to visit uh, places that uh, not everybody can reach. And when you do this movie, and it's about something really important, and when people see it, you feel that you can change something in the society by doing this, these films. Right, and you do actually, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and that's very rewarding. Oh, wow. I love that. <laughs> I really love it. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, we have some other questions that are not as, as, uh, as uh, well, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're not as, as you know, th this answer was just so good, honestly. <laughs> um, when it comes to beauty videos, what, what do you think is required to do a good beauty video? Well, beauty videos need needs uh, different equipments than regular videos. Mm -hmm. You need uh, special lenses that can really take some good shots of the skin, of the close-ups. Um, you need the soft lighting and the special techniques to make the person look beautiful. And uh, you need skills in the makeup and hair team. Because mm -hmm. in the video, it's really uh, difficult to correct uh, makeup mistakes. To, so you need these to be perfectly done. Because you, can you retouch in video then? Because I'm really curious about that. In, in, in photography, everything is <laughs> everything, it's magical. With Photoshop, everything can disappear or appear. <laughs> so, yeah. But in video, you can, can you do, do it that? in video. Oh, wow. Of course, but it, it takes more time to, to fix a, a scene. Because you need to go to do it image in Photoshop. by image or something, right? Uh, not actually. <laughs> image by image, it, 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 this is an old technique. Mm -hmm. Right now, the softwares are more advanced. There are tracking systems that you can just set up the what you want, and then the software will continue the rest. Mm -hmm. But it uh, doesn't mean that it's easy. It's more difficult. It's much more difficult than the photos. Yeah. It's doable, but it's very expensive also to correct and time-consuming. That's why you say it's much better. Make sure you have everything proper from the beginning, because otherwise. It's That's my style. I yeah. usually I usually film everything to make it easy for the editors to to work. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Because okay. uh, seeing the final product in front of you, and the client will the client will be happy when when they see everything's perfect from the beginning. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you think like with this Photoshop? Uh, we are, the industry may be abusing a little bit, and we are kind of like getting these unrealistic bodies for already far too long. Or do you think we are changing, and now things are getting more relaxed, and we are going back to natural body shapes? Like, for example, uh, Dove was doing commercials about normal-sized women, you know, like not uh, not super skinny. Do you think there's some shift or do you think it still is kind of like, oh, they do this only for the promotional side of it because it also sells to, to, to sell that you to say that you're natural and you are accepting everybody's shape? Well, you have a point. Um, 
I wouldn't say it's a shift. I would say it's a trend mm -hmm. because uh, the world now living uh, according to the latest trends, let's say. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. the, the latest trends are not heavy retouching. The users or the viewers are, uh, are smarter now due to the social media showing everything to everybody. All the topics are being discussed. Uh, now the people are aware of the problems that used to occur uh, according to Photoshop and retouching and mm -hmm. these kind of stuff. And there are a lot of awareness. But you cannot say that all the people who are working in this field uh, agree with this trend. You know, some people are used to do what they know to do, what yeah, they do, what they know how to do it. Mm -hmm. They want to retouch a lot. They keep retouching a lot and they, they sell it to the clients. And mm -hmm. some clients will accept. Even so if it you doesn't can see look that... like them anymore. <laughs> because sometimes the change is so big, you really don't see the model anymore. It's like a different person. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the budget. When you're uh, hiring a really good photographer or uh, videographer, of course, uh, it will not appear uh, ugly and uh, different. You know, but when you're hiring, let's say, a low-budget photographer and they have these filters that they apply on the model for the skin and the liquify effect in Photoshop where they change everything. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, they can distort the image and sometimes it will not look natural. Yeah. Uh, you have your main office, your head office in Lebanon, but you work with clients all over the world. You just came back from China, for example. How is the logistics yeah. when you need to record in remote locations? You need to shift all your equipment back to the remote location and then come back again, or how does it go? Well, it depends. Uh, I have uh, I have an office in Lebanon where I have all my equipment, mm. and I have an office also in uh, in Doha, in Qatar. Mm. Yeah. And I also have my equipment over there. Mm -hmm. But whenever I'm traveling to other countries, I usually take with me my camera and my laptop. Uh -huh. And all the other equipments I tend to rent. Oh, okay. Or sometimes I buy if there are affordable stuff to buy because the most expensive maybe is my camera, so I have it with me. I can buy uh, more equipments just for the project. Mm -hmm. But my camera and my lenses will help me film almost anything. And my laptop will help me edit on the spot sometimes. You you mentioned you have uh, in Lebanon and in uh, in Qatar, but uh, you also have a kind of like a, an office representation office here in Dubai. Do you get a lot of shootings here? Well, that uh, office in Dubai uh, is recently launched. Oh, good! So we're yeah. gonna have more of you. That's good. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, to divide myself between these three countries uh, right. at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, but it's interesting. I've been in Dubai from the years of 2006, 2007, and 2008. Oh, wow. And then I didn't come back till this year, 2017. Mm. And I find it really an interesting city and... Uh, I would I would love to come back working uh, catering for projects over there, and uh, let's hope for the best. Yeah, I I think in here in D3 there is a lot of designers that that are setting up their business, and I think the quality of your shootings definitely will be 
will be uh, required definitely so you probably you get you will get a lot of jobs in here yeah and let me ask you one quick question tricky <laughs> um with the office in doha how is the new diplomatic situation affecting your business or you just do it l l parallel it just all runs smoothly parallel it doesn't touch one with, with one yeah. another well it's doing really good for me oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah because uh, now we have less competition coming from the countries around you know oh. they are obliged to to do all their work from inside the country okay so we are having more projects actually oh that's good congratulations yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks that's really good i don't wish that it will stay like this yeah no uh, it's an i actually wish love and peace for everybody yeah and the uh, traveling it became i hate really conflicts a... and everything yeah yeah but the situation is doing good for our company uh, at the moment that's good that's good that's a blessing yeah. let me ask you one yeah. last question for what how can our listeners get in touch with you if they need a shooting or if they need do you want to like a you have a website that you want to give or an email or something that they can get in touch with you yes of course um i have an email that uh, it will be maybe you can mention it later mm -hmm. uh, in the details yes i will uh, and according to the website i'm uh, i have a website but I'm shifting now because it has mainly photography. Mm. When you open it, you see all the photography projects and everything that we did. And right now, I want to just focus on the video part. So I'm working on a, on another website New where website. all the videos will show and the focus will be on all the different kind of movies that we are doing. Um, our photography website is still online and it has information about... Uh, locations addresses emails everything and some of our portfolio mm -hmm. but i guess like within a month we will have the other one a new renovated yes a uh, new renovated and it's going to be under the same dominion so one will disappear of course yes. oh, okay 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 so if it's going to be the same dominion which one would it be inspirationgroup.net.net yes inspirationgroup.net okay and in there you have the email also in case that they want to get in touch with you. Oh yeah, of course. Perfect. Actually, I'm I'm the old-fashioned guy who who still uses uh, Hotmail and Gmail, <laughs> but uh, we also have the official email. <laughs> which is which one you prefer? Uh, it's my name Fuad at inspirationgroup.net. Okay. But the one I really prefer it's inspiration underscore group at hotmail.com. Inspiration underscore group at hotmail.com great because th that email will never fail me you know it's true it's true yeah it's yeah. very true the hotmails <laughs> the gmails are are forever there <laughs> yeah of course thank you so much for answering all our questions we learned a lot you're and, welcome and i think the designers and the and the people that are actually in fashion uh they they have so much information in case they want to do uh, shootings, in case they want to do videos, in, wants to, in case they want to do advertisement, now they know where to do, where to go, and what do they need to actually prepare in advance. It's great. Thank you so much, Fuad. Of course, you're welcome. Thank you.
So that was our interview with Fuad Chufani. Now you know more about how to produce beautiful campaigns to help you sell your products, not only to your end customers, but to buyers, big shops, etc. Visuals, whether photo or video, might be the key. Please share this podcast with all your friends that might need a hand in this visual department and send us your questions, if any. By the way, did you join the giveaway we have going on right now? You can win a swimsuit from the brand Ocean. These swimsuits are great for tech-savvy boys. Why? Because it has a metric pouch where you can keep all your small, precious items when going to the beach or to the swimming pool. Normally, you will leave your phone, your wallet, and the car keys in a bag, and when going to swim, be constantly checking if the bag has someone dodgy around, or you know, you may be feeling like you might need to run any minute behind some thief. Not anymore thanks to this swimsuit. You take the phone, the wallet, and the car keys with you and have peace of mind because they won't get wet. Even if you are crossing the ocean doing crawl or butterfly style, it is super safe. We tested them in the magazine and Amer, our sports contributor, was very happy with the results. So if you want to win one of these fabulous swimsuits, just follow the steps in the article. I will leave the link for you to do it easier. It will take you literally one minute and you can be winning an awesome, awesome swimsuit. Also, I wanted to share with you another link. They interview me um, in a blog called Deals in High Heels. I feel very honored. Normally, I am the one doing interviews. And the fact that they thought uh, about me as an interviewee made my day brighter, to be honest. So here you have it. Read it and get to know me a little bit better. And uh, now it's time also to wrap up. So here are my calls to action. If you like the interview, hit the subscribe button and give this podcast your five-star rating on iTunes. Your five stars allow this podcast to grow and get more visibility within iTunes. And don't forget to leave a comment. Your feedback is super important for me. I want to know your thoughts to keep on improving. Also, subscribe to our digital magazine, DubaiFashionNews.com. There you can find a tab with all the past podcasts in case you want to catch up or if you missed any when they air. If you didn't have a chance, check the podcast of Mora Morris. She shared a whole lot of insights and they have a special early bird discount that will last only until the 10th of April. So if you want to join her masterclass, do it now and enjoy the super discount. If you want to communicate with me, come to the podcast or share your story. Send an email to hello at DubaiFashionNews.com or use our Facebook or Instagram accounts. Thank you for being there. You are awesome. And see you in the next podcast.